Welcome into On the Clock NFL Draft Show, episode number 16. This is the first post draft episode ever in the history of On the Clock. So, this one's going to go down in the books. This one is a doozy today. We're talking NFL draft winners, losers, and some of us are going to perceive teams as winners. Some of us are going to perceive teams as losers. So, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, especially in this one. I'm going to introduce my co hosts this evening. Starting off, the mayor of college football, Mr. Nino Brown. Nino, what's cooking? What's going on, my man? We got a coach, maestro, boomer, you know, and the governor. Hey, this is a party. This is going to be This is gonna be a good one. I don't even want to talk no more until it's time to get into it. But let's just go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. But let, he, he teased it. Let, let me introduce the governor of college football, Mr. Keith, KT at Leverett underscore KT on the Twitter. Leverett, what's cooking? Hey, what's happening, man? I'm, I'm in the presence of some legends right here, man. I'm ready to get started, man. <laughs> Legends, legends, and, and the legend himself, the, the globe trotter, the dude, the dude in the T2T Network, Winnebago, Boomer at Jared Gray. Boomer, what's cooking? Uh, I'm good. It's it's weird to be at home this weekend. Like I feel like I'm always traveling. <laughs> you know what was excellent? Like our conversations in general are, are excellent, but seeing you send a message about the senior bowl next year's senior bowl and even though it was like it, it, we really didn't converse about it it was just kind of like a little thing you dropped in there and it is so exciting to know that going into like this season hasn't even started yet but the off season like all the major stuff is is kind of behind us as far as the things that we love to track and it is very exciting knowing that next year all that stuff like we're there so no longer are we like, hey, I wonder if we can get into the draft, the combine, the senior bowl. Like we're already prepping. So I'm somebody who likes to project. And I have countdowns like everywhere. I'm a countdown guy. So I'm already looking forward to the senior bowl. But uh, man, I'm ready to rock and roll. Before we start this thing, though, I want to let everybody know if you want to support the show. It's patreon.com backslash toilets to titles. If you want to get in there, we have multiple tiers. You can get into the Gilded Chat. We're offering all sorts of things to the Title Tribe. You definitely want to check out the CFB Nation on YouTube. You're going to want to check that out right after this show because I think two people in here. I, I know, Nino, you, you don't want to talk about anything until we get right into the draft talk. But listen, what's coming up on the CFB Nation right after this show? I, I don't know what you're talking about. What, what, what do you mean? Sometimes things need to be addressed. Okay. And sometimes people don't give a shit about getting canceled. And I'm one of those people that just don't give a shit. So oh boy. I'm ready. That's all. Hey, well, I'm gonna I'm just gonna show the P2P logo before we get canceled. I mean <laughs> that was very all of you out there who there's only four people watching right now. And if you watch if you watch after the fact, you're gonna want to go to the CFB Nation because regardless of how Nino said it or what he said, they're talking about some some it's Alabama, correct? Yes. Some some controversy. So if you're a college football fan, if you're a fan of controversy, the whole world's a fan of controversy. That's how the news has managed to stay relevant like all this time. So if you're a fan of that, go check out the CFB Nation because that's coming up on deck. But here we are today at this moment, ready to talk about NFL draft winners and losers. So you want to kick this thing off with winners? Who wants to go first? I think we could just drop the, the Eagles, right? Like everybody yeah, agrees yeah, the Eagles yeah. absolutely dominated. Does anybody have any thoughts about the Eagles overall draft? How? How does Howie how does Howie just continuously like just I think he's drafting their water boy right now, so <laughs> But hey, but still I understand it's all Georgia. But dude, there's steals like look where we got Nolan Smith. Like Bro. Hello. Yeah. Like <laughs> 
Yeah. It's, it's crazy. crazy. Hey, hey, let's just give it this. Didn't they get Ojamo in the seventh round? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pick 249. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. And Tanner McKee, regardless of whether or not you think he's worthy of a six-round pick, I mean, that's still – people were – he was being talked in like a fourth-round value. Boomer so said he, he was a talk uh, – like day one he was starting to climb, right? Hey, he was climbing. I mean, people were talking. It's, because so many guys went so fast, they were like, oh, I guess I guess we can wait, I guess. <laughs> I mean, well, it, it, was, it was crazy. And Sidney Brown as well. Sidney Brown went oh. in the third round. So they, they loaded up Jalen Carter – Nolan Smith. I don't know much about Tyler Steen, but he went to Alabama, and and you guys are gonna be talking they about that later. They got Kitty yeah. Ringo in the fourth round, 105th yeah. pick. Uh huh. Yeah. And and, and they they steal Swift, right? Like that was that was, <laughs> that was a steal to me. I mean, yeah. After the draft was over, you know, they tried to shop Swift to the Rams. They said, "Now nah, we're cool. We'll go get Zach Evans and the other gentleman they got in UDFA. Uh, I forget his name. Something Evans, Ty Tywin Evans, or something like that." Uh. Bro, like now you don't want to kick the tires on on Swift, nothing. Like it wasn't expensive, right? That right. wasn't that expensive for like Swift, four, right? It was a yeah. four with like a, a, a like a seventh, a, I think, added to it or something like that. Something supplemental, yeah. Like, yeah. And if yeah. he leaves, they get something back. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, why not? Why not kick the tires? Are you fully in on Cam Akers? Because you didn't seem like you were fully in on Cam Akers last year, right? Well, but back, I mean, back to the Eagles. Just yeah. think about the, the the fact they were able to. I know this is draft talk, but they were able to bring back Bradbury. They were able to bring back Darius Slay. I, I love Chauncey Gardner Johnson because I'm a defensive guy, and he's like a mosquito, you know. And I like players <laughs> that. like he's constantly. And but from a culture standpoint, which is right. culture is the, the kind of the word of the day. <laughs> so uh, that's that's it's like uh, Pee Wee Herman's Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> Every time you say the word culture, everybody's going to scream. <laughs> All right, yeah. so anyway, but he's gone. And Sidney Brown, from as far as I know, the dude was the leader at the senior bowl. I feel like mm -hmm. as a safety, they had him call on the defense. Yeah. So what does it say that the defensive coordinator at the senior bowl sees a safety, brings him in as a leader? So they're getting leadership in the third round at pick 66 to replace somebody who kind of kind of a little bit of a head case, kind of a little bit of a problem. And do you think there's anything to – I don't know. I, I feel like this is BS. All right, I'm not going to use a curse word because we already used one, so I don't want to get the Sorry. parental advisory. Uh, we're good. <laughs> uh, but do you think there's anything to people saying that other GMs are getting frustrated with Howie Roseman? I think it's again. So what I read is they're getting frustrated with how everybody's saying that Howie Roseman's always like get over Howie. it. Yeah, right. Like yeah, the guy's doing well. When Belichick was doing well, when when the guys in Indy were doing well, when the guys in Kansas City were doing well drafting, no, nobody nobody was like, oh, what the heck. Right, like who? How, how do you get? The mad crazy at that? thing is, with the crazy thing is, you, you, with all the losses that happened, you were like, man, so much <laughs> for going back to the Super Bowl, yeah. and then here comes reload time, and you're like, um, n never mind, Howie, we're, we're sorry. Like, <laughs> I mean, what, what you gotta say after you lose all the players that you lost that you just brought in to go to the Super Bowl, you're like, okay, this, <clears throat> okay, it's rebuild time, and, and then it's got younger at the same. Position. It went re it went rebuild to reload like this, and it was right. crazy. Right. And lost both coordinators. Like, stop complaining. That's a loser mentality, man. Like, yeah, it was. It's it was impressive yeah. by Roseman. Right. It's, it's right. weird to me. It's weird to me. People complaining. Like, girl, like you're an adult and you're complaining. Somebody else is getting Fandom, praise bro. for like random. Come on, right? Come on, man. It's weird. And and I hate the Eagles. And I'm still like, <laughs> like that, to me, like that's just like you're a loser. Ax, if yeah. You're getting upset that somebody else like do your job, like do do well. So you could earn some praise, hey, right? But like Joe said, like the Eagles got depth behind the guys who left anyway. But they have the, they brought back leaders, so like Ringo doesn't have to be DB one. You got Slay there, <laughs> right? You got Bradbury there. So you can learn from two dudes who are guys, good veterans, right? Good in the locker room. Same thing with you know Smith and Carter. They come in. There's guys on the side of him. Davis has already been there a year. Davis was kind of like a little bit of a eh, coming in, like his character was a little bit, in, you know, whatever. He. He don't say nothing. He, he don't say boo. He don't hear nothing about him. Just stuffing the run and, and eating the backfield. So, well, when you got Fletcher Cox next to you and Jason Kelsey hey, lining right. up across from you, you, you you're gonna keep your mouth shut. Yeah. So they got good leadership, and then they also got good young leadership, and they paid Jalen Hurts. So they have all of this young talent, and they're gonna be able to pay a lot of them because their quarterback already got the bag. Right. All right. So th this ain't an Eagles show. So I'm gonna let yeah. you guys, Boomer. <laughs> Boomer, why don't you tell me about one of your winners? Uh. So. I'm kind of in between. So I'm suddenly get eaten up by my man up here, but I, I don't care. Um, my, one of my biggest winners, 
I went down my loser list. Um, Houston Texans. Yeah, so I, it's funny. Let's talk about Houston Texans. I literally was just talk. I uh, just got a message on my phone about Houston Texans. So huge win on them. Not only did you take the pick, you know, you you moved to second, and then then you decide to trade back in and go up and get Will, who me and Nino had Will Anderson as our one beginning of the season, and with his attitude and how him and CJ, you know, talk to each other in the conference. It was, I was so impressed with CJ Stroud and he stops everybody. There's, there's a kid in the wheelchair. um wanted to ask a question in the dead center. He stops the entire room and says, Hey, my man, what, what's your question? And I, I, my respect went out the like roof for this guy because his leadership showed right then. And I thought it was a great move. He um, he FaceTimes Tank Dell before Tank Dell gets the phone call and said, hey, they're coming to get you. Mm-hmm. That's impressive, man. And we love Tank Dell at the senior right, bowl. I, right. Nobody was better than Tank Dell first day. Nobody. He, they, he, if, I mean, best route runner, best catching, everything. He embarrassed dudes. And then he walked back and we were talking to him. He's like, I'm going to shut it down tomorrow. <laughs> if him shutting it down on day two was him shutting it down, yo, I'm telling you, he gonna put some people on notice because he ain't five eight. We, we we stand right next to that dude. He's not five eight. I mean, I'm wearing boots in, in that interview, and I'm shorter than him. So I don't. He's he's wearing cleats in the turf. He's five ten. I don't care what anybody says. And he's put together well. You know, for like yeah, he's a, rock solid. Yeah, he's put he's put. I, I like their I like their draft, and I like the fact that they went for it with their new coach. They gave him the opportunity, but you know, we don't have to be all rainbows and butterflies. Ooh, what what are your mind. thoughts on the Texans? Sorry, so, I'm, in, I'm in your head. Listen, I, I, I know, I know, they got Stroud and they got Willison, but the value they gave up for to go back at three, right? They gave up the twelfth, the thirty third. They're only first next year and the third next year, like. Why wouldn't you just drop Anderson at two, wait for somebody at 33 at QB or the best player on the board, especially with Caleb available and Drake May as the top two guys coming in next year, right? Now you got no hope next year at the first round. Expectations already of the Texans drafting the top three next season, right? You have no first-round pick. And then outside of the, the guys in the first round, I get it. You got Stroud and Anderson. They filled a hole with Drew Suggs. That they needed that. Their center was absolute garbage, right? Scott... I'm probably going to mess up his name. I'm going to go with Scotty Cuberry, right? He was 62% run block at a win, at win rate, uh, an 88, 86.8 win rate in the past, which were both 40 or below in the league at starting. That's terrible. Dell was a win. We discussed that already. I get it. But now, Dylan Thornton at the edge and Henry Tutu, in my eyes, they're like middle of the pack ladder, and the guys that they have are probably as good or not better than Kersey, Perriman, Littleton. And then they draft another backup center in Jared Patterson, Brandon Joseph at safety. Xavier Hutchinson could hit, right? But they, they needed a wide receiver. So that was not, not really – it's a toss-up. I just don't know. The capital that they gave up to go back at three, when you go to take Will at two, and then see how the ball the board fell, right? And then you you got the first-round pick next year. You can go get the guy. I think they won a little bit. I don't think they won as much as everybody thinks. I have to disagree in this aspect. I mean, you know, we're boys and – and whatnot, but uh, in the aspect that you're worried about trading back, getting you know Henry Toto that late, late, I mean to fill a role and be behind two veteran linebackers, he he's going to learn behind Kersey and Perryman, and Perryman two years ago was the leading tackler in, in the NFL. So if he can learn from them and be in midseason and pull a Devin Lloyd for me, you know, which getting him that late. Hey, he's Katie I, Perry, I bro. He's hot and cold. One year he's hot, next year he's cold. I don't think he's he was answering. Yeah, there's a reason why he fell that far, dude. I I I get that, but we can sit. We, Drew, dude, let's be real. Drew Sanders was n- nobody at Alabama, and became one of the top linebackers in football the next year. So, but one year all it takes. And no, I get that pop, but I, that's a lot of value to give up, man. That's a lot, a lot of value. The two picks. I mean, they they have a ton of cap. Uh, I really think, and I understand it's a lot of a lot of value, right? We can go the other way, and you know we're going to get into it probably in a little bit. But Arizona gave up every pick they have. It seems like so. 
Well, why, why don't we, we we can get right into that? But I do want to say maybe maybe they felt a little risky going for Stroud, and I like the fact that Will Anderson is pretty much as safe of a bet as you could have had from mm-hmm. this draft class. So they hedged their bets, and it, and it hurt, I'm sure, because if they if they missed on Stroud, it's going to hurt a lot more. But I like that they that they did make the move to go up and get something secure. So they had a top three pick, might have blown it. And then got one anyway, and and got a safe pick. So it's it's either. And then also, I know they don't they lose the draft capital, but you bring in a guy like Will Anderson. Say he right. takes off, he becomes like a, you know, a superstar. Say C.J. Stroud starts to take off, he becomes a little bit of a superstar. Then you don't have a draft pick next year. But now you probably had a problem getting right. people to Houston. Yeah, people didn't right. want to go to Houston. So may, you're hoping, and this is all hope. Like this ain't fact, but maybe that's what's going through there. Yeah. But. So for that aspect, that keeps that that puts it in the middle. Say they take they take Will at two, right? And the board shapes out differently, right? And they could they could have still possibly got Stroud at twelve, like, yeah. and that was talked about before the draft even happened that Stroud could fall. So like, I don't know that that's where I, you, think, I, you think the Colts would have taken Stroud over Richardson. I think at, they uh, wanted Richardson the whole time. Right? I think that was their dude, and I think that's all that that mattered. You know what I mean? Right. So right, KT, you got a winner for us. Yeah, uh, the first one I'm going to go with, I know I'm going to definitely get some disagreements here, but I love the production that they got with what the picks they have, and that's the Cleveland Browns. I mean, they didn't have their first pick until the third round. You get Cedric Stillman. Cedric Stillman, my apologies. I think he could push to to be a, a, a day one starter. I, I, I truly believe that. Then also they got uh, Siaka. Uh, how you pronounce his last name? Ica, Ica, something like that, from Baylor. Um, I think he can also possibly push for snaps. Granted, I believe defensively they play a 4-3, and I think he's pure at zero technique, so it's kind of weird to have a zero technique and you draft him, but he's a football player at the end of the day, so I'm sure he'll do just fine at the 2 or 3 technique. DeWan Jones, uh, so coming into the draft (laughs) – we seen at the senior bowl. We like, what is wrong with bro? Like, bro fell off the face of the earth. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Missing second yeah. day. Yeah, and then um, the reason he fell in a draft is because he was telling teams that his first dream was to be an uh, NBA basketball player. So this why he he fell because he he's a weirdo like <laughs> I don't know how to put it any other way, right. but he's a mauler. We seen him handle a lot of these edge rushes on day one of the senior bowl. He didn't need to do anything else. He was mauling people. So I think to get him in the fourth round, I think he could push for day one snap. So those are three players that they got between uh, uh, 74th pick, 98th pick, 111th pick. And you think that those are their first three picks in the draft and those first three picks can possibly be starters. I just love what they were able to do, even though they didn't have a lot of picks. I, I love it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I just I love I love the Tillman pick. I think pairing that with Bell and Cooper, and you still have uh, DPJ there as well. Like and J- and Joko at the tight end. This playmaker's all over the field. More. I love Njoku. I still oh, yeah. love Yeah, and Elijah Moore Elijah came Moore? over in the trade. Mm-hmm. So Nick like, Chubb. Yeah. Nick Chubb is an absolute dude. I don't care. But they tried a- to get rid of him, right? They they put him on the market. Yeah. I just don't understand it. Why? Why would I you- don't either? Because Nick Kareem Chubb Hunt is a- being. Yeah. Nick Chubb's a dude. He's yeah. a stud. And these guys are all like I I love it, KT. Tillman, Ika, Dewan, like Ika's a giant garbage can full of dirt. Like you cannot <laughs> yeah. move that man. Like, and maybe that's why he wasn't like On side taken higher than a third. But he's he's just a big boy who's gonna take up a lot of space. He's gonna free up the linebackers. Tillman's a football player. Yeah. He's yeah. built like a football player. In the mm-hmm. red zone, he's a different animal. Like you put him in the red zone. And, and he is and now you're going to have to have your safety is going to be watching Amari Cooper because his routes like in short space, absolutely elite. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be double covered. Now you're going to have Cedric Tillman running one on ones on the outside. Just throw it up. So well, I, and, and Elijah, Elijah Moore, Moore. Yeah. Elijah Moore in the middle of the field can just destroy the slot like it, it's going to be wild over there. If yeah. Watson could be Watson. And then Thompson, yeah. Thompson Robinson, if not nothing, he could be the, the scout team like quarterback. Like yeah, he, he 100%. Could be saying, Dude, I love DTR. I think yeah. he's gonna push him. I'm with you. Push I'm with you there, Boomer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously it's Watson's job, but DTI is coming in there with a chip on his shoulder, and be like, "Yo, I'm not just here to just be be automatically back." Bro. They got a decent quarterback room too. They got yeah. Joshua Dobbs. They got Kellen Moore. So it'll be interesting to see um, who falls out. But I agree. I think DCR, especially year one, can certainly help out being a, a scout team QB. All right, Boomer, you got another winner for us. 
All right, so it's funny because I actually wanted to discuss one of KT's, but um, Deuce Vaughn and the Cowboys, you know, with that, that's just one of the coolest stories of the draft. Yeah. You know, with his dad being able to call him and, you know, say, hey, what's up? And, you know, my phone's not working, but uh, how would you like me to come to work with me next week? You know, that's just cool. You know, we obviously love Deuce. Uh, we think he's a great running back. The weird thing is on that is he's very similar to Pollard. I mean, yeah. And if if there was ever a Kansas State running back that has come out that looks like an older Kansas State running back, like Darren Sproles, it's Deuce Vaughn. Yeah. Size, speed, strength, you know. And dude, Darren Sproles stayed in the league. So Deuce, I would tell you, meeting that dude in person uh, when they beat Oklahoma, which was tough for me on my birthday, but <laughs> that dude's Smoke rock him. solid, rock solid. And he, he ain't about that smoke, dude. He don't care. He he does not. Everybody was chirping him. He's like, "Let me have it. Let me have it." I mean, which you can see that's his dad in him. So I think Dallas, you know, had such a great draft, you know, with Mize, who's we've seen that workout video, eight hundred pound, you know, thing, and then <laughs> you know, dudes falling that late. I, I just really love the move. I love that CD stayed. The focus, you know, bring with Cooks over and. You know, just brought a little help for him. Um, Schumacher was really good for Dallas that late because they, man, I've never seen tight ends come off the board so fast in my, in my life during the draft. So to see that was crazy. So I feel like they got a, guy, a good guy that can block and pass and catch, sorry. Um, so, but Vaughn is just one of my favorite picks of the draft. I like it. I, I also think. As far as Kevontae Turpin came in last year and he was God. electric, he was electric, but there were like, if you watch the playoff games, there were a lot of times where there were huge windows and he ran right into the back of a blocker. I wouldn't be surprised if Vaughn doesn't just take some touches from Pollard. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Vaughn take some touches from Turpin because they're not locked to Turpin. Turpin got like a three-year, $2 million deal. I think he's right. owed like 800000 this year. And I, and I want him to succeed because he's a lightning rod, but – as fast and as explosive as he is, I don't know if the vision is there. And that's mm. something you see with Deuce. Deuce in the open field, dude, leaves jock straps everywhere. Like broken ankles. Yeah. I, and I'm it's right got there. quads for days too. Like to be his size, that dude's got quads for days. Solid. Like so. MJD. MJD quad, yeah, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Nino, who's your next winner? I don't. I didn't have any winner before. I was just rebutting on on te Texans. So my first winner. I'm gonna go with the Bengals here. Um, I'm gonna go with the IDP side of me. Um, they, they let Jesse Bates go, right? Von Bell. Dax Hill is healthy. They go out and get a cerebral player in Jordan Battle from Alabama. Alabama's everywhere, right? So you got a young secondary for years, locked up at, at, at least three, probably more. Then they go and add Charlie Sizzle Jones to the wide receiver core, right? It's gonna help because Boyd's gonna be a free agent. They really haven't locked down T. Higgins. They probably will, but he hasn't been locked down. Can he play the slot? Because he hasn't played the slot since Buffalo. But either way, he's going to eat into Irv Smith's receptions. So it's security in the wide receiver department, and he's he, he's a playmaker. So with, with the Bengals, I think they did well. I'm going to go with an, another one here that, that, that just you're going to call me a homer, and I'm one of those true Patriots fans. Shay's, Shay's in the chat. He'll say that. I tell it like this. I'll, I'll, I'll eat crow because, you know, I'll go at Belichick. Uh, if the QB is the lingering question, they didn't go after one, but they got a dude in my ducks, Christian Gonzalez, right? They pay him with Marcus Jones and Kyle Duggar. That's legit secondary. Lockdown, right? Keyshawn Booty in a six with Liberty Swiss Army Knife, Demario Douglas, that's a steal, right? Because five receivers on New England, uh, eh, and nobody's guaranteed. Parker and Bourne, they're not guaranteed money. Parker's money is only $5.6 They can cut that and let him go. So it doesn't matter. Just, just a year ago, Bute was like first-round talent, right? I understand it was a foot injury, a little bit of a head case, had some background things come up. We don't really need to get into that. But yeah. it's just, just things. Maybe New England. Like I said before, maybe New England, maybe Kansas City or a spot where you go and land with, you know, the leadership writes, writes them and keeps them going. They also got KT's guy. I know you liked him too, coaches. Uh, Matu Mape, right? We saw him at the senior bowl ball out. Like, he's like Kyle Duggar 2.0. So now you – now you're going back to that days of like Ronnie Harrison, right? You have bangers in the in, in the secondary or freeing up spots where your linebackers can just roam and shoot gaps. Maybe we're going to see a little bit of old school New England defense now 
right? Unless Judon could be excelled more with this this secondary. He could just be able to just attack, attack, attack. Maybe we're going old school in New England, and they're going to try to, hey, Butte could possibly be there, Edelman. Who knows? But Demario Douglas is a speedster, and he's a special teams guy. So do not sleep on that dude. I know John, uh, John Lobb loves him. That dude is a catching machine, and he's fast. How's the dude they took in the the kicker they took in the fourth? Like he, no, ha- uh, uh, bro, I don't understand. People that take kickers like like didn't the 49ers take Moody like in like the fourth round? Why? I don't know. These guys are I'll, gonna be there in the sixth, in the seventh. I don't understand. He better be a dude if he's been picked in the fourth. But I, I like Mapu uh, Marte. I, I think what he yeah. had a 85.9 run defense grade last year, 96 yeah. percentile in weight, 221 pounds. They're gonna he's he's gonna be Swiss Army knife. Yeah. You're gonna move, you're gonna see him all over the defense. That's gonna be exciting. Yeah, so I they're gonna put Duggar in that McCordy role now, right? All right, McCordy's going. You're gonna be you know the, the guy's calling everything out. You're gonna be the guy in the back, the free guy. My pace is gonna be the strong safety. You're gonna smash people. Do whatever you need. You want to put him in the linebacker? Put him in the box. That's what he's gonna do. Yeah, versatile. I mean, those are two small school safeties too. So that, that that's pretty exciting. That's two guys who MO. came from nothing. <laughs> KT, who's your next winner? My next winter, winner is the Indianapolis Colts, and I know I'm going to cause some trouble with this one, but <laughs> it is <laughs> what it is. Let's let's stir the pot a little bit. Um, of course, they, they took Anthony Richardson with that with that first pick. Um, Nino, you, you thought they should have took Will Levis with that pick, right? Yeah, I think they should have. They're looking to get a guy to play this year. I, I think so. I know everybody says, you know – Teaching is going to teach him, but is that is Jalen Hurts just the outlier to that with him? Like Jalen Hurts is a much better passer, a strong, you know what I mean, and a stronger quarterback than. Andy well, Richard. we can say that now. Can we say that year one at Alabama or year two yeah, at Alabama? Uh, yes. Hey, yes, he was above fifty percent completion in Alabama. Lost his job was damn near sixty. Man, at the national, he threw eighty percent of the junior in the national championship game. The wide receiver one game is not a upset. season. It's the wide not receivers, one game doesn't make a season. The wide receivers were getting upset how off his throws were. They were like, I, I remember the wide receivers being wide open in the back of the end zone and him missing them by like 10 yards. I get it. And Tua came in and won, won the game. I'm But then he went to Oklahoma, balled out. But he wasn't – there was no 33% games, 22% <laughs> games. Come on, KT. You know yeah. it. Anthony Richardson yeah. threw thirty three percent through game three. Five games were less, almost less than one hundred twenty five yards. But like, come on, there was oh, nothing happened. Jalen Hurts. I, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on record for saying that Anthony Richardson. I, I I don't believe the hype several times, but I believe it. There was the best system for him to be a part of. It's, it's Shane Steichen's system. Like I truly believe that we've seen quarterbacks come in the league with terrible percentages. Josh Allen is one of them. Jim Kelly is another one. You look at his college stats. He's a sub fifty percent passer in, in college. Yes, I know it's nineteen eighty something, and the pass game was different. Who besides Hurts did Titan deliver? Herbo. Who? Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert. He Herbert. De- he delivered Herbert. Herbert was a dude. Herbert What's wasn't the dude. <laughs> he was completion sixty one percent completion out of Oregon. Can we? No I'm one. Just, I'm not going to do this. We can't he do wasn't this. the dude. He wasn't that dude though. Coming out of Oregon, Does he was it, a better quarterback. No, 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 no. He no, was no. a better quarterback. Uh, yeah, at that point out, for sure. When he came out, no one was like, "This guy is a surefire can't miss prospect." Nobody. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So here's the thing, right? You need to watch the video where I said because I originally didn't wasn't watching a whole lot of tape on Herbert, and then I, before the draft, and I will pull that video up. I said, "Listen, this dude has an absolute howitzer." And I think he's probably the best quarterback in the draft. I will find the video. Probably right? though, but probably is different than. But he was more developed than Anthony. No, 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 no. He he was he was more developed, but that's still a part of Shane Steichen's resume. Like you can't take it away from him because he was more developed. I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm with Nino on this with Richardson. Oh. I I wouldn't have drafted in the first round. So there's that. I don't care about the first round. I'm not mm. saying that. I'm just mm. saying putting all that that because Steichen did it with Jalen Hurts. Right, mm-hmm. her and, and now you say her. Both of those guys are one progressed ahead than than A. Rich is now. So is yeah. it all Steichen's development, or is it they were already in that role of developing on their own? He played a role. I mean, it's a part of his resume. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, can we really say Jalen Hurts was part of his resume? 
Because I really think he, he changed it because of Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley, He became, yeah, he I, became I, I, a draft pick because of Lincoln um, Riley. He wouldn't have been drafted in Alabama. I, absolutely. But we've seen Jalen Hurts look bad his rookie in his sophomore season. We've seen moments he has not played well. Moments in a year. I mean, every quarterback. Yeah, yeah, right, for so, sure, for sure, for sure. I'm not so arguing it. the script, right? It's A-Rich has more bad moments than good, where Jalen Hurts has more good moments than bad. They can't be in the same talk. The opposite. Yeah, they're that's not in the same conversation. That's because you guys are seeing the final output. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at college, look at, but look nah, at I can't, I can't, you I can't, No, no but, you no, were typing. No. You look typed at what, up Jalen Hurts. Listen, what was the percentage that year? Look at who no, it's, it's, it was uh, 60, him at Oklahoma. It was 60. It was 60, bro. Look who was around him at Alabama. Come on. Like, you have to think that plays into it as well. Oklahoma's system was absolutely perfect for him, and he had studs all around him. Who's Anthony Richardson throwing to at Florida? Justin Shorter, who got drafted by the Buffalo Bills. In what round? The fifth, sixth, sixth round? Come on. Okay, I'm just saying. But he also had – he has a good not, running game. Not, he has two dudes. Hollywood Brown. It's not CeeDee Lamb. It's not Jerry Johnson G. Averaged eight it's yards not Henry Ruggs. It's not like – come on. I think that plays in – I'm not saying that – that plays into it, though. All right. Well, anyway, back All to right. my original. It, we're going to bathroom board this one anyway. At the end of the year, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. we, we got to. We, 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 hey, we, we, we got to. But um, the Indianapolis Colts picks was, wasn't just about AR. It's right. also about the talent that they have around him. I love the Josh Down picks. I know Nino's not the. Uh, were, were you up on? You were up on Josh Downs? Okay. It was. Who was it? Somebody know that wasn't that big on Josh Downs. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't mind him. I just don't think. I, I think that. He had too much height. I mean, if I put him in and my guy together, I I'm gonna take my guy. So Mims, you take Mims. I'm gonna take the twenty yards per catch and eighty five percent catch rate with four quarterbacks instead of two quarterbacks that were legit quarterbacks. Mm. I like downs. I like downs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm with KT on this one. <laughs> I, I also love the John Michael Smith's pick. Day one starter. Dog. I think uh, Downs is going to push Isaiah McKenzie. I've seen him in Buffalo the last three years. He could definitely take that <laughs> slot spot away from him. John Michael Smith's the next Jeff Saturday. Whoa. I, I, Facts. Those are lofty words. Schmitz went to the Facts. Giants. Yeah, Schmitz went to the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. Am I looking at my Giants notes? I'm looking at my Sorry. Giants notes. My apologies. No, that's me, that's me, that's I was me, about me. to say because he, he legit is the best – Oh yeah, standing in this draft. I don't care yeah. anybody said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got to. I get to. I get to humble flex to all the Giants fans. Like being in New York, I have everyone around me is a Giants fan, so I get to be like, oh, I saw him at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah, you I went to look early. at defensive linemen that day. Yeah. Yes, and you know, talking to Nino, I said, I'm going to watch defensive linemen, and I was locked on to Smith. Right. I was like. So I, I'm think, not. I couldn't stop looking at. There was no, no, no. He's everybody. A, he's a dog. I'm gonna talk a little bit about him more when I'm talking about the Giants pick. Uh, Blake Blake Freeland is who I really was talking about. I think that's great value on the fourth. I think he could push for snaps. Um, also, Julius Brents. Y'all know how I feel about Julius Brents. Huge um, deal. Day day one yeah. day one starter. Get him in the second round, and then Darius Rush. Don't sleep on him. I think he could push for starting uh, snaps. Uh, uh, in the nickel, I actually think he will be starting in the nickel for them. So, I love what the coach did. Yes, yeah. AR gets a lot of the the talk, but don't overlook everything else that they did in the draft. It's good to see the NFL valued the uh, South Carolina cornerbacks just how I valued them. <laughs> nah, <laughs> uh, that, that that felt good. Now, all right, my my winners. One of my winners, the Baltimore Ravens. Zay Flowers, electric. Trenton yeah. Simpson, electric. Kyle Blue Kelly in the fifth round. That's electric. a hell of a pickup. Yeah. Uh, and then Voorhees, who tore his ACL, is going to be out for a while. You got him in the seventh. You get to sit and you get the red shirt with that guy. I think those are – Flowers is going to start right away. Trenton Simpson's going to start right away, right? We think Patrick Queen might be on the way out. And he's going to make him expendable so they could take some of that money. They could put it elsewhere. And, he, and you know how I feel about Kelly. Kelly, I think there's people that just are kind of meant to be a Raven, right? Like – He's yeah. one of those guys where he's just he just finds we saw I saw it like up close and personal. You saw it up close and personal. He found a way to find turnovers. He's not going to be their cornerback one, but he's going to be on the field. He's going to be that he's going to get a lot of targets. So, so if you're playing, this is an it's IDP crappy. bonus. This is an IDP bonus for you, Jared. Right? Because if you play in a, in cornerback leagues, the corners that you want to start 
are rookies who are opposite a lockdown corner because that means they are going to get targeted a lot. And this guy, he's going to get targeted a lot. He gets his hands on the football, and he makes tackles. So that that's a win for me. So, Jared, take us through another win if you got one. Um, well, I kind of still want to talk about the Bengals because we didn't talk about Miles Murphy. We didn't talk about Brown. You know, Murphy, I thought, was a great pick. You know, I understand he wasn't – I still think ever since Brent Venables left, they don't use the defensive lineman right. Um, you, you can see that this last year. Um, Miles Murphy had one of the best high school tapes I've ever seen in football for a wow. defensive lineman. Like, it's ridiculous. Just go look it up. He embarrasses everybody. Like better, it's better his, than Clowney? Every single game thing. for his high school for his high school game is a highlight reel. I mean, he gets like four tackles, busting through the middle every single game. And he doesn't play at a small school. So that's a big one, right? But getting Brown with the, everything going on with Mixon and keeping it on the down low, he could be a day one starter with P. Ryan gone now. I, it was such a great value pick. And as a fantasy football-wise, you got to be looking at him. Like, he's an absolute dude. He probably won our our league, me and Nino's, you know, best ball league for me. To be honest with you, I mean, just every single week he kept getting points oh, yeah. for Illinois. And they don't have anything else. I mean, they didn't. They had a good defensive safety and a good defensive running back. And oddly enough, they're twins. So there's that. <laughs> oddly enough. Nino, you got you got a winner for us? Yeah, I got a uh, – I know everybody hates Kirk Cousins, but they just keep putting pieces around him. The Vikings, I think, is a, in a win. And they added Addison with J.J. in O'Connell's offense, which is just – he said last year he wants to make it air raid. He wants to spread it out more, right? They, they're saying that they want to move Cook, whether they're going to cut him or they're going to trade him. Madison's more of that pass catcher in RB. Yeah, he can run the rock, but he's more of that pass catcher. And it's what O'Connell wanted to do, spread the offense. Now you're freeing up Osborne, right? It's a possibility that who I, I think should have waited to come out this year, second-year wide receiver Jalen Naylor could have more of an opportunity in the offense if they're going four wide. Hawkinson's your tight end. He's going to roam and eat up in the middle. So ju- just in that pick alone, I think the Minnesota Vikings are, are winners. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It was massive pick for them. I mean, huge pick. It was. It's a. It makes them very dangerous. And I think Dalvin's going to come back and stay. By the way, but I'm going to give you something about the Vikings as part of my winner that we're talking about the Vikings that we're not talking about, and it's an little IDP preview. Nobody has talked about how they didn't draft a linebacker. Mm. And the first question I asked their GM at the combine is like, hey. With all everything moving, what do you think happened? The first name he brought up was Nick Benito, <laughs> right? Obviously, I'm an Oklahoma guy, but when you say the name, I was like, man, that's that's cool to me. But then you don't draft a linebacker, and Dalvin Cook is talking about how, hey, he's carrying the number 33 really good. I think he's the guy. And then Kendricks leaves, and they don't pick a guy up. Watch out. Nick Benito is a dude that I'm going to pick up in, in IDP, 100%. I like it. I like it. KT, I know you want to talk about those Giants. So have that. <laughs> yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about the Giants a little bit. Uh, John Michael Schmitz, um, we loved him at the Senior Bowl. I remember Coach talking uh, a, a lot about him. He's he's going to be good for years to come. Uh, Deontay Banks, I had a chance to interview him. Uh, the love that he received at uh, Maryland at the spring game. He literally uh, was in New York. You know, did all of the, you know, crap you got to do after you get drafted. Then came to the spring game. The players were so excited to see him. He was on the field with Coach Lockley, uh, Locksley. So it was it was kind of cool to see that. Uh, we already talked about John, uh, Michael Schmitz. Uh, Jalen Hyatt. Uh, <laughs> he gets that mantra of, uh, you know, a broken play, you know, artist or whatever you want to call him. Uh, I think you guys posted today that, that video – yeah. Uh, with uh, one of the Cowboys personnel uh, asking him, you know, but can you run routes, though? I think he's going to slowly get a chip on his shoulder, and it's going to piss him off. And he's with one of the best play callers in the NFL in, in Brian Dayball. Um, and then they got Boomer's guy. We we really don't know what the future holds for the Giants and Saquon Barkley. Eric Gray's going to get touches this year. He's definitely going to get touches. Um, so I, I, I really like what they did. How, how are you guys on the Giants? I, I like Banks. I love Schmitz. I think those two are 
home runs. Um, Steel, yeah. Gray, Gray I, I think they w- will get touches. I agree with you. I just mm. don't know how much. Are they going to use him in, mm. in, in the run game or the pass game, right? Because I know mm. he gets shifty out the backfield catching the ball. Mm. He's, a, he's a dude with it. So that he could offset Barkley. He could be in there week one getting touches. You know, you could be 100% yeah. correct on that. Giants fans are, are definitely trying to talk Gray up. They're, they're talking themselves into Gray because they have a feeling that at any moment Barkley could be gone, yeah. whether it's right away. So – Giants fans believe, and they're excited about him, and there's a moment where the backfield might be his, and it might be, you know, who knows, sooner than later. Hyatt, what excites me about Hyatt is Waller being there as well, because Waller's a field stretcher. So now you you got to defend two guys. You know, Waller's a big physical field stretcher who does very well down the seam. You have to worry about him. You have to worry about Hyatt taking the top off the defense. And then in the future, you know, the Giants are going to have to go with the wide receiver one within one or two of the next drafts. And then that's going to make Hyatt even better when they got a true alpha wide receiver on the outside because I do think he's got a skill set, but, he, but he's good at his skill set. So let me give you a – Go ahead. Go, no, go ahead, Boom, go. Okay, so I talked to Eric Gray the other day. I asked him, hey – you wore number zero at Oklahoma. Are you wearing number zero? Now that they can wear number zero. You can wear it in the NFL now, yeah. Yeah, they just changed it, and he told me he wants to wear number one. Yeah. So that will be that. interesting. Yeah. That would be cool. I like that. So just a little little pun from, from Eric uh, to want to give it a little shout-out to him. So I, And I do think that he gets some touches. Uh, will be a lot of fun. Love Smiths. Uh, obviously, I think that they had one of the better drafts. I love how high, like you said, you think he has a little bit of chip on his show. I think he's got a boulder mm. on that thing right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, especially that that thing's getting views, a lot of mm. views. So, yeah, I, I I get it, and I and it's getting views, right? But I think everybody's watching the words. Watch his feet, dude. There's a reason why he's not an elite route runner. Watch I was gonna feet. say, I was Watch gonna say, feet. he says it, and then the net like. The rest of the clip, like I was the thinking, you know, the waist up. maybe, maybe like the NFL, whoever, whoever's the producer putting those clips together is going to come out and throw something crispy, like right after he, like, watch me and go out and do something. And he runs a post yeah. and he runs a go. <laughs> yeah. And he runs. Yeah, so with, with that though, he has Sterling Shepard there who is an elite route runner. I mean, cause he's not really fast to be honest, but he's always open for some reason. And Oklahoma, he was like that too. He's never been fast. He's been really quick. I, I liked him coming out of Oklahoma. Hey, hey, he's um, got hands. He doesn't drop. The oh, he's got off. phenomenal hands. Yeah. And you know, I think that's going. It's kind of like the Amari Cooper, Ceedee Lamb thing. Amari Cooper was an elite route runner, right? Ceedee Lamb was a good route runner, but not elite, right? right? And he's he's probably an elite route runner now. So uh, sometimes you just need the right guy with you to yeah. you know push you. He's so got, I, I think throwing Shepard helps him a lot. He has the thing you can't teach. Speed. Speed. There's no yep. teaching that. He got that in the ball back. That's his well. So he tracks yeah. the ball really yeah. well. And then he's got hands. So I mean, you, but you can teach that stuff, right? You can teach ball tracking. Speed you can't teach. You either got it, you don't got it. He's yep. he's. Yep. I don't. I hate on the guy. Yeah, you know, just some, some can, guys are finishers too. He knows how to finish. Yeah, you can feel 100. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna read off a few quick winners we haven't mentioned yet before we go to losers one of them being a team the pittsburgh steelers getting joey porter at the second making the fan base happy like that was a huge win not only did you get a very good football player but now the whole fan base has to be fired up along with broderick jones keanu benton darnell washington who had injury concerns that's why he fell but he kind of they don't need him to be the number one they got Fryermuth out there they could go and put him in and, and he's going to be imagine now when they're in their big package right when they got Najee Harris in the backfield right. you bring Darnell Washington out you put him in motion you put Najee right behind him it's it's going to be pure it's, did you see the go- combine tape with Washington pushing the sled no yeah. oh, oh my yeah. gosh we're still another mm-hmm. offensive lineman it's it's it it's night it. and day it, it's in his twitter account profile sixth offensive lineman it says already <laughs> i kind of yeah. i've kind of said like throughout the process too, I, I mentioned i mentioned martellus bennett yeah. martellus bennett parcells said that if martellus bennett just added 20 pounds and just transitioned to tackle he would have been a hall of fame tackle he had that good of feet that good of hands and it seems like washington you know, I don't know necessarily how good of a blocker he is but he's very close to being an offensive tackle All right, lane johnson yeah, yeah. Jason, no, Jason was Jason Peters. Yeah, Jason Peters. He yeah, 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 he was a tight end. He was a tight end. He was number eighty six for the Bills in preseason, and they moved him over to tackle. Lee Smith yep. was a great uh, blocking tight end as well. Yeah, I'm mean, Lane Johnson was a quarterback coming out of high school in Oklahoma. Get the heck out of here! Really? 
Like, oh uh, who's the dude from Kentucky? That's a fun fact. I like that. Uh, God rest his soul. The quarter, uh, Lorenzo? Lorenzo. That's what I thought of when you said that about him playing quarterback. All right, I'm going to rip through a few quick ones. Jonathan Mingo going in the second round. That draft capital is a huge win for him. Going in the second round. Now they're going to have to start him. He's going to get an opportunity early. And the depth chart isn't that great. So I think it's a win for him. Hendon Hooker going to Detroit. We mentioned this the other day. That draft capital, the third round draft capital, limits how quickly he's going to get forced in. They don't have to force him in. Right. They can let him take a year or two. Being in Detroit where they got some weapons, some young weapons, being in an indoor controlled environment, I like that. And Rashi Rice going and playing oh. with Kansas City. I think that's a huge win. And Devon A-Chain. I think it's a great fit for him to Miami. So those are just a few more ones. speed. Yeah, more speed. Hey, like the yeah. Broncos, like he says, with the limited picks, Raleigh Moss, hey, right. IDP. That's that's a big pick, right? Dog. I'm telling you, yeah. he's a dog. Like across from Sertan, he's gonna get some love, right? Mm-hmm. Jail Skinner, when he gets healthy, he's gonna replace Simmons. It's just gonna happen. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mims, I pr- will probably be the number one or number two guy. I promise yeah. you that. Oh, it's no just doubt. one thing. No doubt. One of those so, guys got to get traded now. One of them has to go. There's, no, there's too many. Or cut. Well, they didn't they yeah. extend Hamler. Hey, Hamler's getting Hamler's getting cut, bro. Did, did, Sutton, did Sutton get the bag? Did yeah, Sutton, Sutton, Sutton and Judy got the extensions, didn't they? I don't know. I feel let's let's look into it. But I do, and then so Mims, and then Drew Sanders. So yeah, they they had limited picks, but all of these guys can play, right? And Everybody Drew Sanders got two eligibility in fantasy, so there's that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right, let's talk about some losers. All right, some some L's. Nino, you got any losers for us? Uh, so I know Mace is my guy, and Boomer's probably going to get at me for this, but I think the 49ers kind of lo- lo- lost at this draft a little bit. I was kind of dumbfounded by some of the picks. Like, you took Jair Brown, which I love him, right? But everybody in, in 49er world loves Hufanga, and Jared is going to be the guy that's going to back this up. He was good in his end of his rookie year. He started out great in 2023, but when Greenlaw got healthy, his production slowed down, and there was no impact place. He was just there. You're adding in Jair Brown at the safety position, right? There's legit competition, and they, they brought back Gibson Jr., uh, Gibson Sr., so, like, they have talent there. So one guy's going to be the odd man out. Who? I don't know. I get Kittle plays tough, and he's not going to be there forever. You took two tight ends. One of them... Last year was talked about as being a top three tight end on Alabama. Fell, right? One of them come out the senior bowl was known by multiple coaches saying that he's a Swiss Army knife. So that, you got Cameron Latou and, and, and Willis out of Oklahoma, which is Jared's boy. This is a log jam at tight end, right? Obviously, they drafted the tight ends because they don't know what's going on with Kittle, how long he's going to last. But two of them? I think Latou is kind of like a wasted pick because I think Willis is going to be in there early because I think he can play as a fullback, as a tight end, in the slot. He can play everywhere for them. So Latou seems like a kind of a question pick, almost like the last running back picks two years for them they had like didn't really make any sense. TD, TDP and uh, Trey Sermon like those didn't fit the scheme, right? And then we love D Winters, but you are bottlenecked at the linebacker position. Warner, Greenlaw, Burke, <laughs> right? And then you drafted Robert Beal Jr. on top of it, so it's like. I'm just totally confused with the picks when there are other aspects that you could address. <clears throat> Quarterback, maybe, because you don't know if, if it's going to be Sam Donald week one or, or maybe another guy to protect these guys up front and keep that run game going. Eliza Mitchell's kind of been like glass, so if CMC goes down, who's the dude behind him? I, I got no the questions. Go ahead, boom. <laughs> I just realized during this whole thing you rant, and I love when you rant because it helps me think. <laughs> um, this is a real thing. They panicked. They lose yes. the best best defensive coordinator in football. They panicked and like you know what we got to get another linebacker. We got to get another safety. You know we got to get we got to fill some roles. We love D winners. We lo- you know I love Braden Willis. That's my guy. Like I, I talked to him all day the other day. And I, still, I honestly it was the, it was the best pick they made in the seventh round <laughs> because we. They know that they can use him wherever. They can, they can line up in the slot. They can play him like Kittle. They can block him as a fullback because – Oklahoma tight ends – like there was another guy who came out a few years ago who did that so, – who went to Philly, I think. Uh, he went to New York, but he's uh, – he got injured again. So Trey Miller is who you're talking about, okay. but he got injured. So uh, I love Trey, but he actually went to Detroit. Um, that, again, they, they have that. But always been a halfback. He's a converted wide receiver. You know, all the other guys have been converted fullbacks, you know, to tight ends. So 
Um, I, again, I love the winners. I think Oren Burks is on the bench, to be honest with you. Uh, I think winners makes that move and becomes the guy. He's he's a, he's a ball hawk. We, then why drop was, was against Georgia, but – Why drop Bielo? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the questions. Like, I just get confused. I, again, and, and panicked. Talent, yeah. 100% panicked on the deal. So, and I'm with you. Uh, I, I believe they panicked and just didn't draft need, you know, real needs, to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> K- KT, you got a loser for us? Uh, the Washington Commanders, I, I wasn't quite sure what they were doing, uh, if, if, if I'm being honest. Like, you have a talent like Christian Gonzalez on the board, and you just say, I want E. Forbes. Like, they could have traded back and got E. Forbes. What, what were they doing? I told uh, you. I told you this. Oh, you weren't on the last show. I apologize. The Trayvon Diggs effect. They're looking at guys that could put, take things to the house, right? Forbes took six of them to the house last year. So they're looking, oh, Diggs can be the guy hit or miss. We'll just get another guy that could be a lockdown, but he can put points on the board when our offense is stagnant. That's the way I look at it because it makes no other sense. All I see, every time I see him, is King Henry pushing Norman. Oh my God. <laughs> He's just going to get bossed every single time a running back comes around the corner. I, I just, I can't get it out of my head. I, I was shocked. I was literally, I was sitting there talking to somebody and they called it and I was like, with Porter, you can hurt Gonzalez on the board. Yeah, everybody yeah. was on the board. <laughs> With Gonzo on the board, I just didn't Bank. get it at all. And Banks is, is home, like, playing in the road. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What are you doing? Uh, and, and more importantly, I think, you know, they're trying to, you know, sell that organization. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, who who wants to invest a whole bunch of money? Yes, it's, 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 it's in a hotbed. It's in a, it's in a big city. Um, I, 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 just, I just don't get it. Smoothing um, boys to Oklahoma, and then and then and then they took another defensive back in the second round and and Martin and I, I, I like Martin, uh, but like I said, the, the Commanders, I'm I'm just not sure the direction. I think they reached some both of them. They, yeah. He wasn't even. They took the the worst guy out of Maryland. <laughs> Why? They reached some both of them. He's a special teams demon. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I I agree. He's a special teams demon, but I ain't going for a special teams demon in the second round. Uh-huh. And then, hey, KT, they already have a bottleneck at running back, right? Why yeah. go get C Rod? Right? And, and we like C Rod, and that's yeah. the that's the hardest thing. Um, I I'm not sure what the 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 future of this organization. And, and organization it's kind of similar holds. to Brian Robinson. It'd be one thing like they know they know. I don't think Gibson's there for a long time or, or no. a good time. Mm. I think he's not there for either one of those times. Right. I think it's Brian Robinson. And then to pair him with C-Rod, who kind of runs similar to him. He's like a bigger version of him. You know, Robinson's a little more compact, but they both run very hard. It's not like they have, you know, they're not, they're not going to bring different things to the table. So it is a little bizarre. But we like him, and I want to see him succeed. Right, for sure. Yeah, so I, I have a loser, and, and some people might look at me sideways with this one. Because he just got Bijan Robinson next to him, and that's Desmond Ritter. But I think the clock has started ticking the moment that that selection was made. And he didn't get much time. This is year two. That might seem unfair, but he's going to come out. He's going to start at quarterback with Bijan Robinson next to him, with Kyle Pitts at tight end, with Drake London at wide receiver. You know, they're going to have Tyler Algier, Cordero Patterson. They're going to have some weapons around him. And I think the spotlight is going to be on him. And especially in, in the realm of fantasy football, a lot of people who watch football are watching it from, from a fantasy football sp- perspective, whether you like it or not. And if these people are watching these games and they're seeing the guys they took early, like Bijan Robinson, Drake London, and Kyle Pitts aren't producing, fingers are going to be pointed. He's going to be a name. There's going to be a lot of talk. And let's see if he can avoid that conversation. So so I think he's a loser because the pressure is going to be on. I've got a, I mean, I've got I- a question. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Boomer. And then I'll, I'll I just have money saying they, they draft a quarterback in the first round. Yeah. And it's probably Drake May. So I 100 percent if he if he but he might write he might maybe he gets it done. I, I, I have said this countless times. I'm not a fantasy guy. I'm, a, I'm an X's and O's guy. I trust my eyes. Point point blank, period. Um, I understand that Alagier isn't the game breaking back that Bijan is. I understand that Bijan is probably the best back to come into the draft in the last few years. Wasn't there more apparent holes for the Atlanta Falcons? Oh yeah, just to just to sit there and grab a running back. They oh, yeah. weren't in a position 
to 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 grab a, a BPA or a luxury pick. They was in a position of they needed to fill needs. And listen, if if you wanted that quarterback in the future, they could have moved back, acquired another first, so that next year they have the capital right. to go up and get a guy while also moving back and, and getting a piece that could help your team right away. They have so much cap space. I, I can't believe they haven't done a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, the cap space that they have is ridiculous. But what's available for what they need? Like, yeah. that's sort of, there's not. But yeah, that's the thing is, they didn't do it in the offseason. I mean, there's tons of guys they could have got for, for nothing. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, Lamar. Wide receiver hey, two on that still team. with the Cardinals. Hey, wide receiver two on that team is Mac Hollins, bro. Oh, I know. You couldn't have drafted any of these guys? You couldn't have taken Hutchinson? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. Hey, I, my question is, is why didn't you bring in Bryce Ford Wheaton? Exactly. The dude who just signed to San Francisco from uh, that they just signed UDFA to put himself on Twitter and, and and got a deal, bro. Like, cause the kid was a dog. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember you talking about that. The, the org- I'm sorry, Moon. Don't be mad at me, but your GM organization, those guys, the people at, at at power, they need to be talked to. All right. We <laughs> yeah. we are getting close to the end of the line. So Boomer, I want you to rattle through some of your losers here. Uh, real quick, uh, Mike Williams, the Los Angeles Chargers wide receivers, exception of Quentin Johnson, uh, are a loser. My biggest losers, you know, Patrick Queen. They do the draft. They take our guy Trenton Simpson, and they said, hey, bro, we're not going to give you your fifth year. So uh, just expect it. If you don't completely ball out and be the leading linebacker this year, which you know you're not going to be because we're not going to give you that chance, we're going to ship you off. And guess what? The Raiders are looking at you. So there's that. I think the Giants would too. The Giants were. I yeah. think with them getting Bobby O'Greeky is a little different. Yeah. So I didn't hey, think about that too. Come to New England, bro. Oh shit! <laughs> come on, Queen. Come on down. Yeah, hey, there's plenty of people that would love him. To be honest with you. Back. I, I can think of at least six places right now that would take him. Co- KT, go, go ahead, Nino. I'm sorry. I got. I see your your next loser. Which one? Just, the, the, the the Buffalo one? But I got I just got something that I want to talk about with it. And it just So it's, it's Dawson Knox. Yes. I got it's it's Dawson Knox and it's because I kind of think his days are numbered. So go ahead. Talk talk to me. So tight ends taken in the first round in the last ten years. You show me a stud, right? I'm gonna go to four, 2014. Eric Ebron. Mm. Two years after that there was nothing. Well, let's not talk about stats. What does it say that franchise thinks about him? The fact that they took a tight end in the first round. So forget what he's gonna do. What well, does it tell you, Buffalo? What about all? About Dawson uh, but Knox? the guys in this list are all thought of that way. And there's no, like, no. It's not. Fun. It's not what they think about the guy they're taking. It's what they think about the guy that is making them feel like they need to take a guy. I got you. You're saying Dawson Knox is, is out because they took. He's a an afterthought. Like they felt like they needed somebody. So I hear what you're saying. And I, I think it was a, I, I honestly think it was a kind of San Francisco pick. They kind of got nervous. There was all the holes that they needed to fill, bro. And they, and they I feel jumped, like they, I they mean, jumped Dallas to take them. Like they felt like they needed to come and get them. That was the piece yeah. that's going to get you to the Super Bowl. I don't think so. Where's your number two wide receiver? Unless he's going to play wide receiver. Mm-hmm. They say he's going to play slot. That's what that's what Dino said. Like right away. Oh, hey, if that's the case, then I'm with it. Bye, bye, Gabe Davis. Mm-hmm. Because the tight ends in the in the first round in the last ten years have really not hit. It's Njoku, yeah. Ingram, and, OJ and it takes Howard, a while. Hawkinson, Hurst, Hawkinson didn't hit right away. Yeah, and that was 2019. Pitts. Hey, neither did Kelsey. Right. But yeah, but, but Kelsey wasn't first rounder. I get that, but I mean, he's somebody now. Now nah, I give it his quarterback. I'm, talking about, the, I'm talking about the capital. I'm talking about the capital. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Albert Breer, Breer did say that you know, even though he was wrong one time. <laughs> So uh, one of the picks during the draft, he did say he would be playing slot in Buffalo. Uh, if that's the case, whether he could eat. I mean, it's only he's only played football for two years. Like that's the thing. Like legitimate mm-hmm. football for two seasons and got drafted in the first round. So obviously, I'm really season- surprised he got drafted after hearing the injury bug that hit him late in the season. Oh, yeah, Bra- facts back, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I was shocked he went in the first round. To be honest, with you. I was about him and and Will McDonald. Will McDonald's another guy, not injury, but guy who started football real late. Late, yeah, late. I love I loved him going to the Jets, bro. Like, well, Will McDonald is going to be a monster, over especially there. with Salah. Salah, like, yeah, he's he's gonna figure this guy out. All right, KT, read off your losers for us, my guy. 
I don't like calling this team a loser, but <laughs> you Tennessee, put two guys. You put I'm not sure what Tennessee player. is doing. Uh, you guys talked about it on Tuesday about teams that draft players, but kind of tip their hands and they're not, you know, getting rid of players before they get them. Buffalo did the same thing in 2010. I said that in the comment section. They had Fred Jackson, had Marshawn Lynch. They drafted C.J. Spiller. Oh, we want to trade Marshawn Lynch and got. Peanuts for him a year yeah. and some change later. He has the run that we all remember Beast Mode for. Like, it's stupid. So, you got Ryan Tannehill. You got Malik Willis. You're not going to get nothing for him. He may end up getting getting cut because they said they lost all hope. And, bro, you get Will Levis. You got Tajay Spears. What are they doing with Derrick Henry? They, didn't they also take uh, uh, Haskins last year in the draft? That's what I was saying. And he, he, he got reps at the end of the year, so... They may have, depending on how this thing go out, they may have one day one starter, and that's Goronsky. Yep. And he'll be a dude. But other than yeah, that. Yeah, for sure, hey, for sure. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, Will Levis is the day one starter. Tannehill won't be there. Okay. Tannehill's probably going to be back in Miami. They don't they want are- him. They're doing everything, and they're showing you they're doing everything to get rid of this guy because he can't get them past the hump. They go to playoff and he stinks it, right? He's had, <laughs> it's true, bro. He's had one and a half good years for them, right? And then he goes to the playoff and vomits on his shoes consistently. Right. And, and their defense and, is always good enough to win. Yes. He, he blows it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And, and they just, and then of course we start questioning Derrick Henry and he comes out with some stupid video where he's running uphill barefoot in, in the dirt, you know, like, I'm the king. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, there's a log, a log jam in the backfield. There's a log jam at the quarterback position, but when Malik Willis got benched for a dude who was a scouting QB and had never really started on any team, yeah. it was all over for that QB room. They were drafting the guy that was going to start week one. Yeah. And that division was garbage. Like, yeah. he, he, they, they I think started, about they might they have the youngest quarterback division in football. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's a fact. I mean, <laughs> I mean the oldest one is Trevor Lawrence. Wow. Trevor Lawrence. Wow. Trevor Lawrence. I, I recorded a, a short earlier today. He's Trevor Lawrence is is his numbers this year are going to be absolutely. Oh, he's the dog. He's the top five fantasy quarterback. But what I'm saying is, he's the old guy in the room. And he's like 23, yeah. 24. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's awesome, dude. That so. division is a outside of the Jaguars. The Jaguars they might sweep that division this year. Hey, we, would you ever think go back like right after the Brunel years? Right? Did you ever think you would say that again about the Jaguars? Because no. it was bad. Con's first couple of years, like, bro, you have all the money, but what are you, what are you doing? What the, the change? The change for them wasn't just Trevor Lawrence; it was Doug Peterson. hundred percent. I think Doug Peterson's when he left Philly, I was like, thank God, good riddance. But then they got this jerk off now. Who, <laughs> his, 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 his roster, but like his roster is absolutely phenomenal. Jalen yeah. Hurts. Jalen Hurts is the leader. Jalen Hurts is that coach of that team. Oh, I don't want to hear it. Like he, you know what's they, funny? Is you guys all hated on me last year around this time when I was bigging up Jalen Hurts. Right? Everybody. Right. Hey, hey, my only problem is Jalen Hurts couldn't throw the outside route, and he learned to do it. They, right. But they know what they did. They're one of the only franchises in this game that said, okay, we're going to get a piece that will make him better at what he's not good at. Like, teams don't do that anymore. I don't understand right. what happened. I understand Howie, you want to get some We started with Howie Roseman, yeah. and we're ending and with Howie, Howie Roseman. Rose. They went and they got a piece. They got his homie, A.J. Brown, who knows how he throws the ball, who, who, who is a compliment to his style of play, and they balled out. Dude, and they got Devontae Smith. They got Dallas Goddard. They are. They, they are had, they had Smith. They had Goddard. I'm just but saying. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just drooling <laughs> over right. how yeah. talented that you roster talent. is. You have talent, bro. Just... Oh, we do, too. It's got you know, to put it together and win. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like that we're, <laughs> we're gearing it towards de- – I love defense. So I like that, like, we're becoming a defensive personality roster with some some superstars in the offense. But uh, I'm going to wrap this up because I know we got some some Alabama conversation coming up on this DFT Nation after this. Is there anything either of you want to say before I tie this thing up and put the bow on top? I promise you we're going to – Ruffle some feathers. 
Right, I'm <laughs> ruffle, ruffle away. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna mm. lay in bed. I'm gonna watch some TV. Maybe maybe catch up on some Ted Lasso. I'm gonna pull up my cell phone. I'm gonna tune into the CFB Nation. I'm gonna see what is causing these feathers to ruffle. So you're gonna want to go ahead, go subscribe to the CFB Nation where you can follow all of the college football content over there. Anything fantasy football, NFL draft, NFL, you will find on the Toilets and Titles Podcast Network. Go check out Nino on the Twitter at Nino Brown underscore. Uh, T2TKT's on there at Leverett underscore KT. Boomer is at Jared Gray. I am on there at Coach Sheps. The, the handle for the show at Toilets Titles. CFB Nation is at the CFB Nation. We have you covered top to bottom. Stay with us this offseason. It's long, but I promise you, we are running this marathon with you. So go nowhere. All right. We will catch you all later on. 